Welcome to the Awkward Throw Clear. This is going to be episode 33 coming up. Um, I'm Aaron Chalupa. You know who I am by now. Surely you do. Uh, I'm in Victoria at this time. This is a few months ago, so we're finally starting to catch up. After this, I don't really have anything left in the vault, so it'll be much more updated podcasts in terms of uh, recent recordings. But yeah, this one was recorded in Victoria, British Columbia with my friend Brendan Fair. Uh, Brendan's a really cool guy. I met a number of years ago, and he's telling me all about, well, all about his life and how he ended up in Victoria from Manitoba, as well as kombucha culture at the Kombucha Culture Brewery in Victoria. I don't really know a whole lot about kombucha. Still don't, even after talking about kombucha for probably about an hour with Brendan. But it is very interesting, and I do enjoy it. Um, I'm one for odd flavors and um, you know acquired tastes. So I did, you know, jump, you know, all in, hide underwater, polar dip, that kind of stuff with this kombucha, and I liked it. Uh, I'm not as kombucha crazy as a few of my friends, but I'm sure they are going to love this podcast. I told them a while ago about it, uh, and they are quite excited. So hopefully. Um, people like Charlotte and Charlie and possibly Nicole are listening to this and hopefully you learn something. If not, whatever, then I guess I'm just being lame again. But yeah, hopefully you guys all enjoy it. I know I did and I got to have some really delicious samples. So here it is, episode 33 with Brendan Fair talking about kombucha and other things. Enjoy! <clears throat> Hello everyone and welcome to the... Uh, the <clears throat> Awkward throat clear. Now here's your host, Aaron Chalupa. How's it going there, Not Alpha 30 podcast listeners and likers of the Awkward Throat Clear? This is Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra. I am here with my friend, Brendan Fair. How are you doing there, Brendan? I'm not too bad. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm peachy keen. Peachy uh, keen? Yeah, peachy keen. Well, and nope, none of these uh, kombuchas no. are peachy keen. Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> we are in uh, Victoria, British Columbia, one of my favorite cities in Canada. Uh, love it here. I've come out to the island uh, many times on my own. I have family up island. I have lots of friends in Victoria, friends in Nanaimo, friends in Comox. I, I love coming out here, and it's always – if I could spend a month here, I wouldn't have a boring day. So you've been here many times, but you've only seen me twice. Well – I've the, got questions. The, the, the reason for that is the last time I came out here, I met you for the first time because you were dating one of my friends, um, and now I'm back here since, since then, and – you're not dating them anymore, yeah. so hey, we're uh, keeping in touch. Yeah. And this is the funny thing is I don't I like it. I don't keep in touch with any of our other exes there. So. Well, I'm, <laughs> so, I'm, I'm glad I have a spot in your heart. There you go. There you go. So um, yeah, so we're at uh, a, a kombucha. Uh, would you call it brewery. a brewery? Yeah, definitely. Kombuchery. 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 <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. And what is the name of this place? It's Cultured Kombucha. Culture Kombucha. Okay. Shout cool. out to Christine who owns the place. Right on, Christine. Yeah. Love the product. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, so it's cultured kombucha in Victoria, BC. Uh, small startup just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, she started brewing and realized that she just absolutely loved it. And I guess a few months later, she decided she wanted to take it full scale. She was making good product, yep. and it just took off from there. People loved it. Yep. And so, like, what? I guess it would be kind of handy if she was here too. Maybe you know the story. Uh, how did she get like really um, 
big on the kombucha? Like, was she not so much of a drinker? Like, I, I guess pop, oh, it's, it's pop is something you, you get out of, right? Yeah, yeah. Because no. it's just so much sugar, you got aspartame, all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. not so healthy for you. It's, so it's Victoria. We're all hippies out here. <laughs> well, truly, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. And then, how did you get into it? I just tried it one day, and I really liked it. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I. I, I was drinking other brands mm-hmm. and then uh, tasted hers and it was great. Mm-hmm. And on the side, um, I ended up doing a uh, bit of a dry January. Okay. Which, it, it sucks because you don't get to drink alcohol, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I love my beer. I love my whiskey. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I guess I decided to go out and get some non-alcoholic beer. Mm-hmm. I'll get a... Uh, you can keep talking about it, yeah. I went out and I got a uh, a brand name. I'm not gonna say which one. That's fine. But That's I'm, I'm fine. a craft. No, beer. you gotta say it right here. I, I'm a craft beer drinker. <laughs> Slander them. And uh, I went out and I got this uh, this B name beer. So my uh, my standards were already down to my ankles. It was a non-alcoholic beer of this brand I don't thoroughly enjoy. Yep. Crack open a can. <laughs> it's pretty close to when you yeah, actually yeah. open it. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. yeah. Usually, usually yeah. we what we oh, do hold, is hold we, on, hold on. Oh. Okay. Oh, there you go. There we go. Beautiful. And you know what? we'll actually plug these guys. Spinnaker's fucking wonderful brewery. Oh. That's where we first Fat. met. That is. I love those guys. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, crack, crack open this beer. Non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. And all I found was sadness. It yeah. brought a tear to my eye yeah. in the bad way. Mm-hmm. So I decided I need to figure out a way to make a good non-alcoholic beer. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea how. I started looking into how they're currently making uh, non-alcoholic beers, whether mm-hmm. it's uh, through distillation or just alcohol remover, removal methods, et cetera, et cetera. And that's when I decided to start brewing kombucha. Yeah. But with beer methods. Yeah. And I was, I was doing this all at home uh, before, actually, I started drinking uh, kombucha in general. Other than uh, what I was making, I guess. And I was really liking it, but it was coming out quite vinegary. Mm-hmm. And so there was a bunch of experimentation that went on. And finally I had my, my recipe down. But it was very, very, very small scale. Mm-hmm. So all well, this story is all mixed up already. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, long story short, we're probably going to going to tie back into this in a bit but yeah. I ended up uh, running into Christine and, and getting to know her a little bit yeah. and I brought her just a, a small bottle of what I was brewing at home mm-hmm. and she took a sip and asked, asked if it was beer and I said no this is this is kombucha oh shit and immediately her eyes went big and she said how about you come brew at the brewery because we need a beer department non-alcoholic, probiotic, yeah. low sugar. Yeah. For the people who don't want to uh, don't want to drink mm-hmm. for whatever reason whether they're whether they're pregnant, whether they have to drive after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. Yeah, that's a yeah. huge thing that uh, a lot of breweries want to make sure that people just come to whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And there are a couple small brew pubs in town. Uh, shout out to Steph over at Il Sauvage who uh, are very interested in taking on a uh, line specifically for kombucha so that they can run the non-alcoholic kombucha is what I'm calling it but yeah. it might be beer bucha might be 
so many different names. There's, a, there's so many names. It's like Froyo and yeah. uh, all the different names they yeah. come up with that. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, it, it's been very well accepted into the city, even though we haven't delivered yet. Everyone loves the idea. And so it's it's been very motivational, and I've been plugging pretty hard at it. Sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and so like, like, take me through the process here with uh, kombucha. What is kombucha? Oh, yeah, kombucha. guess we haven't... Uh, I kind of overstepped that, didn't no, I? No, it's fine, it's fine. Like, <laughs> chances are whoever's listening to this right now would be like, what the fuck is kombucha? I just yeah. kind of Googled it a little bit or um, knows what it is. Or shut off the podcast because they're like, what the fuck's this guy going on? Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, kombucha typically... 30's gone hippie. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, damn. Chalupa's <laughs> lost his edge being an Albertan <laughs> fucking blue province while orange technically right now. Yeah, so traditionally kombucha is a sweet tea or a sweetened tea. Yeah fermented uh, down with what's called a scoby, a symbi- symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. Cool. And through the fermentation process, the, uh, the tea first uh, becomes less, I guess less sweet. The, uh, the yeast and the bacteria in the culture will absorb or will utilize the sugars to make alcohol. Mm-hmm. And then some of the other bacteria will use the uh, alcohol create acetic acid and, and other pro- probiotics and whatnot. Okay. So it's a, it's a probiotic drink that is low in sugar and uh, and probiotic. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, but okay. it's also pretty tasty. So like you would make the tea first. Yeah. And then you, later on you would, um, I guess you would heat it up. It's kind of like a uh, mash for a brew. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like you would take, you'd separate the liquid from the, the solids there. So yeah, the tea yeah. leaves take, take or tea whatever, leaves whatever flavors you put in there. Cause kombucha can be any kind of fruit. Like I see that you have lined up for me a mango turmeric or turmeric. I, I don't, I don't know. It's pronounced all sorts <laughs> potato, of ways. Potato. Let's have some fun with it. Uh, blue Jasmine, purple dragon, which is the dragon fruit. Uh, no, that is a, um, it's a Chinese five spice with a hint of cayenne. Cool. A dragon with the fire, a little bit of yeah, heat. Yeah. Uh, the coffee, which is actually very interesting, it's like a coffee tea, which is instead, you, instead of tea, we used a uh, a cold brew. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, and we, uh, when I worked at Citizen Brewing Company, plugged to them uh, in Calgary, Thirty Fourth Ave, uh, just off that uh, exit on the Deerfoot. Check them out. They're fucking wicked. Their food's awesome. Um, they had a cold brew, which I did try a few times. Not crazy about it, but at the same time. You know, like if I was the designated driver, I'd try it. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd buy a pint for sure yeah. or uh, a sleeve. Uh, so it, like I'm telling you, uh, listeners, it smells wonderful and it tastes, you know, I'm, I'm not, that, that, I'm that not crazy. That, that one's a lover or hate. It I tastes find. pretty good. It tastes yeah. pretty good uh, for, for, for um, what, I, what I'm trying so far. And then the citrus ginger, which is by far amazing. I would drink this almost all the time. Like, I, I, it's like I'm, a ginger ale. I am a ginger hound. Like, okay. I, I, yeah, okay. Like, I, if, I, if I have an upset stomach, if whatever, I just have ginger. Um, it's even better for an upset, upset stomach if you throw some gin in there. I bet. <laughs> I was going to say, too, I actually have some mead in my car for you. Oh, really? Yeah, because I've been doing a lot of homebrew for oh, mead. You, you, you make your own mead now? Yeah. Well, it's just easier I than just brewing. went from six to nine. <laughs> Six to nine inches, or we'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, find out later. Whatever. You want to do there. <laughs> that gives me one extra star. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So like with with me leaving brewing, it's just and like my my uh, nomadic lifestyle of you know whatever I do in the wintertime to uh, my firefighting up north. It's yep. just easier to find the ingredients to brew mead because you honestly only need three main ingredients: water, yeast, and uh, honey. Yep. And then you can throw like whatever in there, which I usually collect: dandelion heads, spruce tips. 
Um, raspberries, cranberries. Just the tips? Just the tips. You don't want it the whole fucking branch. Okay. Maybe throw some bark in there too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and it's just easier to do that. So that's what I bring up. And I think, because uh, I could never go back to a beer making kit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, neither could I. Yeah. And old grain is just too difficult for me to get a hold of. Okay. And I don't have enough of the equipment. And it's just too much equipment, too much space. And I'm borrowing space from my friends. So I didn't want to do that to them so I have a couple carboys a couple fermenters um, my bottle tree and then some bottles and I keep the bottles in my vehicle and stuff and I brew off my campsite because we're not allowed to have alcohol or drugs there um, which is absolutely okay. fair yep. so it's yep. dry yep. and so I brew it at my friend's house okay. which is absolutely yeah. fine right uh, which is just across the road so whatever screw <laughs> them um, which is it's actually legal it's totally legal yep. you know you just gotta you know, find little loopholes so, uh, yeah, I brew meat, and it's pretty darn tasty. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, yeah, the ginger. Uh, I got I got a, a pear ginger, and, you know, like, fuck, man. The ginger, it's just so good. It smells so damn good, and it tastes good. Yeah, yes, it does. So, and it's I, good and for the tummy. It, it goes with so many different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had one from uh, a beer from uh, Old's, uh, Old's College, and they have a, a brewery College. program there. Uh, so, El- in Alberta, yeah, yeah, north, yeah, north of Calgary. I know where that is. Yeah. 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 One wax is, is from there. Oh, one of them, eh? I get around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do. You made your way from Manitoba. Uh, Whereabouts are you from Manitoba again? A uh, small town called Morden. Morden with an M? Yes. Uh, M is in Mike. Uh, Morden. Okay. Morden. Yes. And how far away is that from Winnipeg? So people actually kind of have an uh, idea. About an hour and a quarter south southeast. Okay. Give or take. South. Yeah. Uh, how far away from are you from Holland? Uh, Holland, Manitoba. Oh, I did not go there very, very often. I have a buddy from that. That's the only reason I ask. So. Um, yeah. I You're not on the Red exactly. Coat Trail, are you? No. Okay. No, that's fair. Never mind. One thing oh, wait, I can no, tell you, you said southeast, you're close to on, uh, Ontario. My yeah. bad, never mind. One thing I can tell you is that my uh, my neighboring town, growing up, uh, Winkler, yeah, was dry. Was it dry? Dry. You know, you know what that means. No alcohol could be sold. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the yeah. neighboring town. Yeah, neighboring. Okay, town. yeah. Here, we, we had one here, liquor store. So. Here, I was thinking like, Wink- well, yeah, Winkler was dry. Uh, that's where Dustin Petter's from too, isn't it? That's exactly where he's yeah. from. Yeah. And, and you had connection to not you directly, but at Belfort. Uh, well, I met Ed, Ed Belfort's son. I went to school with him for one Right, it was semester. his son. Yeah, and he got made fun of a lot, didn't yeah. he? Uh, he thought he was hot shit, I think? He, yeah, he thought he was hot shit. That was, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to tell too many stories about the guy, but... That's absolutely fine. No worries. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Maybe he's a fan. <laughs> um, Wouldn't so, that be great? Yeah, so there's, there's some interesting things. And I think I remember asking you if you were related to Eric Fair. The, the former Washington capital. Which I am not. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, <laughs> uh, puns. <laughs> Play on words. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're talking about uh, ginger and then all these uh, kombuchas and everything. Um, so you get the tea, and then eventually you throw it into uh, a, a, a fermenter with yes. yeast, and the yeast consumes the sugar to make it. Uh, Negative. No. Negative. Okay, so you're stopping me right <laughs> yes. now. Yes. No worries. Um... Okay, so uh, what you do is you, uh, you you boil the tea. Yeah. Make sure that it's it's been boiled properly. You don't yep. you don't want nothing nasty to get you, in you there. You kill shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You kill all the shit, and then uh, you transfer it to the fermenter, and you get it down to temperature because you don't want to kill the uh, the cultures that you're adding to it. Mm-hmm. But it's not a yeast. Here, I'll uh, I'll get you to pause the podcast. And no I'll, worries. Uh, 
Okay, uh, so Brendan just showed me what it was, and it's uh, called a SCOBY. Yes, the... Uh, or SCOBY, and it's a singular, I guess. Yeah. And so it is some kind of organism. Yes, uh, it's a, a symbiotic culture of uh, bacteria and yeast. Okay. So some of the bacteria creates um, cellulose, which holds it all together, kind of like a... Uh, kind of like a patty. Yeah. And it looks, it looks like a slimy pancake when it's on the yeah, water. Yeah, and so... Is the scoby itself like all that chunky stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, the solids in there that that'll be yeast, bacteria. Okay. Uh, there's and is it create it? Like you, you you add something, you add something else, and then it kind of creates these uh, bits. Well, the, the, the scobies have been around for millennia. Yeah. Like kombucha has been around for millennia. Yeah. And so throughout time, they've been they've evolved to become what they are today, I guess, based on how they're brewed. Yeah. So some will be better better at brewing um, green tea. Some will be better at black tea. Yeah. But uh, what we've got here is uh, just a combination. We, we use a combination of teas. Mm-hmm. But the one I just showed you that I think that was a mango uh, mango kombucha scoby. Okay. It's about eleven kilograms, give or take. Okay. Because we have big tanks so here. What, so what makes it a, a mango scoby? You throw a little mango in there while it's fermenting, uh, or like while while you're keeping it in the in the, in the in the in the fridge, uh, that I don't know. That's Christine's secret recipe. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, uh, she, I know she does use real fruit though. At some point. So would you like in that container? You had the scoby. Yeah. Would you throw whatever is in like if you're making whatever kombucha flavor, whether it be rhubarb, uh, pancake, or whatever? We do have a rhubarb uh, kombucha, and yeah. it is phenomenal, by the way. I love rhubarb, <laughs> and you're you're just tickling my fancy already with all these fun. Fun, fun uh, fruits and flavors you have. Um, I'm just because I. So the scope. <laughs> I have so many fucking questions. Yo, ask so away. The scoby, you add so it changes the flavor of the kombucha, but it, it doesn't because like, it's not a like, quote unquote. <laughs> it's not alcoholic in the sense that it's around one percent of alcohol or less. So within the scoby, there are both yeast and uh, different wild bacteria. Bacteria and cellulose and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Wild yeast as well. Okay. Uh, things like uh, Bretonomyces, okay. which I'm sure you know of. I don't really know the names too well. I uh, just brewed the beer. Do, do you know br- <laughs> Brett yeast? Pardon me? Brett? Brett yeast. Ben, I'm, I'm swear to God, like, okay. we, 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 order, we, order, we ordered our yeast from uh, Y yeast okay. in, yeah. in, in the States, yeah. and we would order uh, fucking Thames... A series of numbers, kind so, of thing. So, so breaths are typically used to make uh, different sours, and that that really. I'm, uh, I'm making myself sound really terrible as a brewer right now. <laughs> yeah, continue not, on. Not continue a problem. On. Sorry, sorry. No, no worries. Uh, Thanks, um, Dick. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. The you're fair. You're here. not a dick. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's that's the main yeast in it, which will convert the sugars in the brew. Yeah. Into the alcohols. Okay. And then, uh, I don't know the exact names of the bacteria in them. Yeah. But they feed off the alcohol in the brew. So if those uh, bacteria weren't in the SCOBY, yeah. uh, it would just brew beer, essentially. Mm-hmm. Beer without the without the actual uh, grains, I guess. Mm-hmm. Without the grains, without the, uh, without the hops. And uh, Have you ever thought about putting hops into... Um, we, we have one kombucha? of those. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay, sweet. But it has to be dry hopped. Yes, 100%. Yeah, you can't yeah. throw the pellets in there. No, because... It'd be, it'd be too messy to clean up. No, it's not that it would be too messy. It's that the uh, the hops, the... Um, the pellets? The, the acids in the hops... Yeah. ...would kill the, uh, the scoby. 
Really? Yeah, it's oh, called that, that hops, sense, are, yeah. hops are preservative, right? Yeah, to- totally, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. The more cool. you know. <laughs> okay. Nobody cool. saw that shooting star, but it was beautiful. Yeah. Well, I think that, I think we've got, we've got the little the phrase there. Um, okay. Cool. Um, and so after you got the scoby with the tea, you throw it into uh, the fermenter. Yep. And you let it sit for how long? Uh, depending on the brew, anywhere from four to ten days, typically. Okay. For for a kombucha. And you're waiting for what to, like, it, would you also be measuring the Play-Doh? Uh, like you would for a brew? Yeah, yeah, we, we measure the uh, the gravity, mm-hmm. Play-Doh, and the, um, and the pH. Yeah. Being as it doesn't uh, get very high in alcohol, mm-hmm. we have to keep the pH low enough to be the preservative. I like, see. for alcohols, yeah. you need uh, the specific gravity or the, the, the alcohol per, uh, for volume, mm-hmm. which acts as a preservative uh, to an extent yeah. for shelf life, whereas with kombucha, you need a, a low enough pH to actually preserve it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So you leave it there, um, and then eventually, you know, it's right. Uh, you have, you have, and then you move it to a, a keg, a bottle. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. We just uh, straight. Or, or do you carbonate it too? Like, do you inject CO two into it later on? Yeah. So what we or do is here it natural is natural CO two. We. Uh, well, it naturally uh, carbonates a little bit because like of the beer yeast. Or, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can naturally carbonate at home. Yeah. However, uh, what we do here is we just keg everything. We don't bottle. We're we're hippies here, so we don't uh, don't want to can any anything. That's fair. Yeah. No waste. Yeah. Uh, even uh, even growler fills yeah. essentially. Uh, we don't even do growler fills here. Really? Being as this is just a production facility here. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so I, do, guess, do, I guess the growlers do, and howlers that you have here are just for your own self? We do growlers at the store. Mm. Uh, this is just production. That's fair. Yeah, my, my store, uh, shout out to the Market Garden in Vic West, Victoria. Um, uh, <laughs> shout out to myself. Yeah, shout out to me. <laughs> shout um, out to Brent Fair. <laughs> I love you, man. Yeah, good looking guy, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, we're the unofficial tasting bar. So when we come out with a, a new flavor, we're the first place to, to get it at the store there. First place. Six tap. Uh, we'll get it fresh. Six flavors on tap at all yep. times. And yeah. That's awesome. Good times. That's Ooh, awesome. Meowlers, growlers. So what would be the um, the official documentation, the regulations that you have to go through? Like, yeah, you, yeah, you have your business certificate and all that kind of shit. Uh, but do you have to worry about talking to uh, BC? Not, I guess we have AGLC in Alberta. What would uh, be BC? BC would be... BCLS? No, BCLC maybe? No. Um, th- there is a similar branch here in BC. Yeah. I don't deal with them personally. Mm-hmm. That's more a Christine thing. I but just, that you I, deal I, I with them though. Yes, like the, yes. the company does deal with them. Okay. So certainly is some oversight. Okay. Um, we do need to get um, our new recipes uh, sent to a lab and tested yep. for exact alcohol levels. Fair rather enough. Than, rather than just our own uh, measurements. Yep. And we have to present that to the... Uh, Whatever board, yeah. uh, essentially the government. Yeah. yeah. So can, can anybody of any age buy kombucha? I'm, I'm very yes. naive with the, 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 yes. the knowledge. Okay. Because technically, it is a non-alcoholic uh, beverage in BC. Yeah. Or in in Canada. Yep. Yeah. You, di- you can buy non-alcoholic beer or low-alcoholic beer in the grocery store. Yes. In, in Alberta too. Like obviously, there's places, uh, there's grocery stores across Canada that actually sell. Now, too. non-alcoholic in Canada does not actually mean zero alcohol true it can be right up to one percent mm-hmm. 
So uh, we try to keep ours below uh, typically 0.8, 0.9% because it's damn near impossible to keep it below the, the 0.5 that they have in the States. Yeah. And so the kombucha breweries that they have down there have actually had to devise a way to extract the alcohol from the kombucha because they're producing alcohol. Just this is one thing I never came across, and I always, I always had people asking me, and I think you even asked me too, um, but I never knew because I never had to do it, and I was very uh, busy with my own brewery. Well, not my own brewery, but at the brewery I was working at at the time. Yeah. Is how do we make non-alcoholic beer? And I'm like, that, I had, that would I had, have been shortly after I. Uh, I had no idea, and I was like, maybe you wait until it ferments so much, or like maybe you put a little bit of yeast in and stuff. I, I never had to worry about it, right? Yeah. I was always curious about it. Yeah. I, I, can, I can change the volume, but you can't take away like if you have 100 kilograms in your grain bill and then you have 300 liters of water you can't take away like you know 90 <laughs> kilograms of grain because you're just like oh then there's not gonna be like any flavor to it at all there's not gonna be any malt characters oh, exactly so that would be the only way I, I could think in my brain about how you do that so that, that was a very interesting part uh, that yeah. i didn't know about and uh, you like you know you're teaching me things yeah well, and uh <laughs> We've messed around with all sorts of techniques in mm-hmm. uh, in trying to lower the uh, the kombucha alcohol levels. Yeah, yeah, just because the fermentation is so much different than it uh, than than beer or kombucha. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've got experience brewing beer before, and mm-hmm. I've, I've had experience brewing kombucha, mm-hmm. and it is so vastly different that. It's it's just been it's it's been fucking with us. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why we've been working on it for the past six seven months, give or take. And um, you want so, to find that constant. Yes, you know, be consistent. You yeah, know, be a, be a consistent product and everything. Exactly, consistency is key. Mm-hmm. And so um, w- there are so many variables. Uh, everything from the temperature of the fer- fermentation, which we've now discovered we have to adjust daily, just based on which. Uh, which bacteria, which yeast is active at the time, to um, how efficient our mash is. Mm-hmm. So we've got to purposely, for, from a beer brewer's perspective, mm-hmm. we've got to purposely fuck up our mash. <laughs> which, <laughs> I know, I know. You, you maniac! <laughs> I know. So we purposely... Uh, have to, uh, I guess, mash at a temperature so high that it makes some of the sugars uh, unfermentable. Mm-hmm. And that's just part of it. We also need to cut with uh, cut with other kombucha at certain points in the brew. And mm-hmm. No, it's it's all over the place. It's a whole new, uh, whole new science system. Not science, but I do wear a lab coat. Uh, do, you wear goggles, do you wear goggles too and gloves? I wish. Feel the power crunk. And oh, I feel it. May, maybe I could get a pocket protector as well. <laughs> on your own dollar, you can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but no. Claim on your conductor turn. <laughs> no, no. We, we, like, we are pushing the boundaries with this uh, just based on what's been done that we know about. Anyways. Yes. I mean, somebody may have done this before. Mm-hmm. We don't know. But that being said, there's nothing out there that we can even uh, compare this to at the moment. Yeah. So I'm Very cool. I, I'm stoked on it. A bit of a revolution. Yeah. 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 How many kombucha um, breweries are, are there in uh, in Victoria? 
two that I know of. Okay. And everybody brews their own at home anyways. Yeah. Because it's Victoria. I have a few friends that actually do it as well. Yeah. Um, That's because it's Victoria. No, 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 no. In, uh, in <laughs> oh. Alberta, actually. Are they from Victoria? Uh, no. One is from <laughs> one is from Hinton, Alberta. So, like, just north of Jasper. And the other one is uh, originally from uh, Prince Edward Island. Okay. Uh, but they also... I know them from high level. And they just... You know, wanted to try something different. Yeah. Uh, the one doesn't drink uh, alcohol too much. Okay. And then the other one is just kind of looking at something healthier than pop. Yeah. You know. Well, it's, it's a great substitute for for either. Oh, completely. Because yeah. Because it's it, the, the sugar content is so low after the fermentation. Totally, and that's what's so great about it. like you know, and uh, you know, if you like tea, uh, and you, you like the medicinal uh, benefits of tea. Yeah. If you like a little bit of carbonation, if you like. Um, if, if you, different flavors and shit like that. Like well, you, you keep going on. Like well, going back to the medicinal. I mean, it's got roughly the same as the uh, the same probiotics as what you'd buy in the store in those capsules. In, in what store? Uh, in in the probiotic capsules. Oh, like okay. the, uh, the, oh awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like or or lacto- yogurt or something like that. Lactobacillus. Uh, yeah. All of those things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's cool. Like I always kind of roll my eyes because we in, in Calgary uh, when I was living there with uh, when I was with my ex. Uh, we'd go to the farmer's market yeah. and they would have kombucha on tap. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, I got my growlers and <laughs> I don't want to waste it filling it up with kombucha. <laughs> well, they've got beer. beer here too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and because she was a gluten intolerant and... Um, Such she, an she, intolerant person. She, she, she could have beer. Uh, it just depended, right? Okay. Uh, it, it was interesting. So like she'd have a beer with me and it'd be fine. But then she have a, like another beer, then it wouldn't be fine. So That's it, it. It, it was very interesting. So it, it, it like don't get me, don't get me wrong, listeners. Um, it wasn't like Budweiser to a craft beer because Budweiser is mostly rice grains. Then therefore, yeah. most people that are gluten intolerant or celiac can drink that. Yeah, um, same course. Yeah, no, yep. it, it, like yep. many of those micros. Honestly, it's just yeah, it's <laughs> it's it, it's a, a, a more affordable way to go about uh, the yeah. business. So you can make a bigger profit, which yeah. whatever. Um, so that's the only time I, I really promote that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, w- it was very strange. There'd be sometimes where she could have it, sometimes she couldn't. Um, and she also would re- have a re- reaction to red wine. Uh, hmm. So there was, we were very limited uh, with that, the, that's if, if she wanted to. Not not really re- limited, but you know they'd yeah. be like, okay, well, I don't I don't want to drink pop so much anymore. You know, like um, switch to tequila. <laughs> that was easy an answer. She's like, nope. and I'm like, oh, but it's so good. I love it. Um, so yeah, and like you know what? And I love tequila. This would be great with tequila too. I think, so when I tried it, she's like, try kombucha. I'm like, all right. And I tried it. I'm like, oh yeah, it's a little like I don't know which flavor I had, but I'm like, yeah, it's a little funky. Um, it, not really for me. Like I, I don't really drink tea all that often. Cold tea. It's I actually like it more than hot tea. Okay. okay. And so I'm like, okay, well, yeah, maybe. And like, uh, I'll tell you right now, I like, I like these a lot more than the one that I had in, in Calgary. I won't, even, I won't drop the name or anything like that. I'm sure somebody might have put the... the so, so, some tend to be a together. little bit vinegary. Yeah. No, yeah. totally. totally. Yeah. Or like... Or, or, just, or funky or... And that yeah. could just be part of the quote-unquote fermentation process, right? 100% or it is. Like, 100%. Would you call it fermentation? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it definitely ferments. Okay, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It's a, um, it's a dual fermentation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. I just want to make sure, just because it's not with yeast, it's with scoby. And well, the yeast is in the scoby. Well, yes, I know. <laughs> but it's not like you throw, you, you pitch the yeast in. No, um, no you just pitch the scoby, which the has scoby. yeast. Exactly, so you pitch the yeast. yeast and the bacteria, <laughs> yeah. the cellulose yeah, 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 and everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was just like, I've tried it, and I'm like, oh, this would be really good with alcohol. She just <laughs> kind of gives me a little sneer, and she's like... It's supposed to be for health benefits and not with alcohol at the time. I'm just like... Healthy alcohol? I'm like, 
yeah, give me a break, you know? <laughs> because, like, I do like my Ryan ginger. Yeah, I could definitely have this. Uh, oh. The, sorry, this ginger with. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the ginger. Not the mango, the, yeah, the ginger. <laughs> the ginger. Yeah. Uh, with rye, and I'd be just as impressed and be like, this is fucking sweet because I don't like pop. I, I like, As soon as I turned 18, I really kicked pop. I was mm-hmm. just like, you know what? I don't really like it that much in the yeah. first place. Like, why have I been drinking it? It's because. I was underage and I didn't want to have water all the time. So I would have juice or pop. And a lot of those juice companies are tons of sugar. And a lot or all? Probably all. (laughs) Unnatural sugar. Yeah. Um, And then you got all these pop companies that are, you know, not that great. And she had a soda stream and shit, but I was like, yeah, I got beer. (laughs) Yeah. Or, or a Rattler or cider or whatever. Right. Yeah. So no, I think this is, this is definitely an interesting thing to to get around. And I, like I said before, I had some friends that brewed kombucha as well. And it's, it's interesting. Like, yeah, it's a bit of a hippie thing, whatever. Yeah. Like, you can't just have tea, you hippie. You gotta have, like, you know, this whole growler, but, uh, growler kombucha tea. But it's a whole new flavor, a whole new experience. And I couldn't and, agree yeah. any more with that. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you know the origins of kombucha? Like, you said it's been around for a um, millennia, but obviously geez. we haven't been around. So, like, do you know... I've gotten where they kind of like started it, like whether it was China or Mesopotamia, where Mesopotamia was like kind of where they, they first started brewing beer. Um, all I know is roughly two thousand years ago. Yeah, I'm gonna guess China, but Jesus, two thousand years ago was about yeah. Jesus time. He didn't make wine; he made kombucha. <laughs> Halfway through, it's like, <laughs> all right, so it's water and kombucha. Can take uh, grab it out. Went too and far. Now it's wine. Okay, yeah. here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, and like obviously tea and uh, is really synonymous with uh, India, but uh, sorry, uh, China, but obviously India probably got into it as well. Yeah. Yeah, all Southeast Asia because yeah. you know trading and invasion and all that kind of shit. Yeah, so and, and scobies were still are, but back then, all, 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 scobies are easy to grow. Mm-hmm. All, all you need is the proper cultures to take root, and so like you, you can grow your own scoby just mm-hmm. by adding pre-existing uh, live kombucha, uh, kombucha to your brew. Yeah. And you leave it, and for a couple of generations, it'll uh, it'll actually create a scoby, which will look like a slimy pancake sitting on top of on top of your brew there. So uh, I know I have some, uh, my, my my friends that do make a kombucha. Um, <coughs> not good with maple it, syrup. <laughs> not with maple syrup. Uh, when they make it themselves, and they use it a few generations. Yeah. Uh, is there any fear that it might start creating alcohol, or could uh, oh, it always make, creates make, alcohol, but well, it, it, uh, too it always, much, or it could be a negative flavor, or make you sick. Um, what do you have to the, watch for? Because if they're doing it homemade, they do it in the growler, I'd imagine. Yeah, uh, you know, not, not really a growler, but uh, an open, like, like a, a, like a, a large, jar large mouth like jar. Yeah. Yeah, um, I've never had any problems myself. Yeah. I've read articles online that, oh, no, you might get the wrong strain. But typically when uh, when the scoby is taken hold in uh, in whatever you're fermenting, mm-hmm. or you're drinking the, the dragon. This is the dragon, yeah. Purple dragon. Um, typically when the, the scoby is, has taken hold, you don't need to fear too much just because uh, bacteria will always, uh, not always, but typically um, out-compete invading yep. bacteria, um, which is why it works so nicely with, with the yeast, because mm-hmm. I, I know with, uh, with yeasts in brewing beer, if you get the wrong, uh, the wrong culture in there, sometimes they might take over, mm-hmm. whereas bacteria is a little bit more on the defense, from what I understand. I mm-hmm. don't know how correct that is, no, but, but look that up for yourself. 
Or somebody's like, idiot. <laughs> this guy's a doofus. How I feel every time I talk about beer yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, no, when it's something I, I don't know, I'll, I'll let, you, let you know. Yeah. But <laughs> don't take this with a grain of sand. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like, uh, you know what? I'll, I might have to uh, give my uh, friends your contact in the sense of like they're going to be curious about their own home oh, yeah. culture and all that kind of shit. Don't leave it for weeks on end. Yeah. Like multiple, multiple, multiple weeks. Otherwise, you're going to shit water. Yep. Done that. <laughs> Don't do it. And so, like, leaving it out weeks on end, like, how do you mean? Like, you just leave the scoby in Yeah, just leave it, leave it to ferment. Yeah. And no. So, it always needs to be in a tea to, 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 to make? Oh. Kombucha? Um, like, no, no. Like, how, uh, but between brews, you can keep it in the fridge to yeah, yeah, put in course. almost yeah. a, a state of stasis. Yeah. And uh, uh, what, what I'm saying is you don't put it – you don't leave your fer- uh, fermentation to – Oh, in the corner. I mean, forget about it. Yeah, totally. No, for sure. Yeah. Like how many times could you use the same SCOBY? Forever. Forever? Forever. Forever. In, in the fridge or can it be in room temperature? Or? Yeah, no. You can put it in the fridge and then you take it out. Yeah. But it, it's going to ferment typically from – I want to say about – 17 or 18 degrees Celsius Mm -hmm. right up to 22 or 23 degrees that's when it's happiest Mm -hmm. and as long as it's not below that because below that it'll it'll start to just go to sleep yeah or above that starts to kill certain things yeah or in itself probably yeah yeah itself exactly um but yeah it'll it'll last forever okay very interesting (laughs) this this is a guy who's really knows well I, I know my beer Pretty well, and yeah. so like just kind of going with this. Like, so you make alcohol? No, fuck. Uh, <laughs> so let's let's see. Like, how, how, do, how do we go about this again? Um, yeah. Let's see if I can take a different stab at this in a different way. So, fun fact: I am working on uh, trying to remove the current yeasts from our scobies mm-hmm. and replace it with a lager yeast. Okay. So that I can ferment at lower temperatures and just slow the whole thing down. Okay. And. It might be fun. It might be dangerous. We don't know. <laughs> How wonderfully <laughs> bad scientist of you. Uh, I was going to say, maybe you should try a Hefeweizen yeast of some sort. because that Done gets and up, done. Yeah, banana flavors yep. and yep. Uh, banana esters, I should say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Done and done. Uh, those, for whatever reason, come out tasting like vinegar. Like, it, Ooh, ju- it okay. just gets immediately vinegary. The, okay. uh, the bacteria love that yeast. And they love whatever the hell that yeast does. And, yeah. Okay, interesting. Very interesting. It's almost like, I would would like to understand, because like with beer, when you make, when you use a certain yeast, it will give a certain flavor. But if the the yeast or there's some kind of contamination, then that's how you might get uh, bad flavors like vinegary, um, diacetyl, things like that, right? Whereas kombucha naturally produces those flavors if you don't keep it in check. Yeah. That's that's that pretty tricky, eh? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lots of fucking fun. Kombucha's a tricksy bitch. <laughs> tricksy bitch. <laughs> um, okay, sweet. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of like. Uh, usually, when I interview, interview, um, I have notes and everything. I don't actually have notes in front of me. Well, you should have looked up kombucha first. Yeah, well, fuck. I thought you were gonna do a really good job, and you did. Well, sorry, did I did a shite job. Which, which was funny because this, this morning when I recorded with Lane, uh, it was just like I was reminiscing, and then we just started spouting off into like um, <laughs> a political opinion and all that kind of shit. So that was, it was, it was very distinct. Like one hour was like just reminiscing and talking about good times and how like over time times meet up, and then the next, yeah. next next hour was like. 
how do you feel about this and this and this? And like, oh, well, this, 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 man. It was just hilarious. <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, you can really put it on the marker when we started, like, it was very oh, yeah, obvious. Just, just, and I didn't have to have one, yeah. one note in front of me about, like, you know, uh, the, the flow or anything like that. So, um, that, that, that's your kombucha, and you say that you sell kombucha at your grocery store. Yeah. So you work at a grocery store. Do you own it, or do you manage uh, it? Or? Very small part owner. I'm okay. uh, more the handyman and the barista. Okay. You have to see because my... Because you, you have coffee there as you well. You my coffee me. maker. Okay. It is... I'm not going to say the cat's meow, but maybe the dog's meow, because that's... Okay. That's better, mm-hmm. probably. No, dog's bark. I'm lost here. I'm lost in my own. And, yeah, it's the dog's bark, which is better than its bite. Than it has bite because it's a coffee. Yeah. Fuck. It makes a damn good <laughs> cup of coffee. I don't market this shit. <laughs> it markets itself if you taste it. Uh, best description would be. Uh, that sounds like a commercial. You just like that'd be the that'd be the bit. It's like it's a cat's meow, but cats suck, so it's a like dog's meow. Dog's bark. That, yeah. Bite. Wait, Fuck. what? Bark says <laughs> bite. Oh god, that slogan's already taken. Shit. <laughs> uh, best review I got of it was um, was it yesterday, or the day before? A lady came in and uh, and ordered a coffee, oh. and I told her, okay, this coffee is super dialed in right now. It might ruin other coffees for you. Oh boy. And so, different coffee bracket. So she uh, she said, challenge accepted. Oh boy. So I made her a coffee and she took a sip. She waited a second. And then she took another, another sip. And then she walked straight out the door. Four seconds later, she came back in, flipped me off, and said, Fuck you. You win. <laughs> well done. Yeah. So you. You're the barista where you don't actually... Uh, Very pretty barista. Yeah. The barista is a pretty name. It certainly is. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, I'm on the coffee kombucha, <laughs> and holy moly is this... Um, Different. Like, this, this is why I'd have to like sip in time. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, it's, it's, right. it's not coffee or, or kombucha. It's kombucha made with cold brew coffee. Yeah. 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 No, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. You have the note where it's just coffee. So, yeah. fuck you. Oh, uh, <laughs> fuck you too, buddy. <laughs> Fuck you uh, until you finish the, the kombucha and we're done the podcast. Um, yeah, yeah. So you're you're so you you just pick up the the coffee beans from different suppliers. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I've got roasters. Uh, yeah, different roasters. Yeah. Do you, do, do, you, do you go over there and roast as well? You no, 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 not yet. Renaissance I'm very, very tempted. Yeah. Um, no, the uh, the roasters we've got are just phenomenal. Uh, local, uh, more so. Uh, yeah, two uh, percent jazz. They're actually who made the uh, the, cold, the cold brew there. Okay. Shout out to them. They and do right fucking phenomenal here. work. Pardon the French. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, right here in uh, in Victoria, uh, you're never gonna get a uh, a tannic bitter roast from them. Mm-hmm. They've got their one the uh, the Hudson blend, and they call it their Starbucks killer. It's a, uh, they they call their Hudson Blend, the, the Starbucks killer. Mm-hmm. It's it's a dark roast. It is just a punch in the face. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And then um, Regard. They're from Nanaimo. Okay. Uh, the roaster from that used to roast at 2% Jazz. Okay. And um, no, he, he does more, uh, more medium roasts. And so I've got, I don't know, 18 different roasts from him. And all of them are pulling out different flavors. Mm-hmm. It's really something cool. <laughs> Just dialing in the different uh, different coffees in the machine, yeah. and yeah, 
Very cool. Like, yeah. I, I'm not much of a coffee drinker. I, I do really appreciate a coffee. I don't know what it is. Like, uh, can I make you the civet coffee tomorrow? You certainly may. Uh, yeah. I don't. My my buddy Lane, because we're gonna meet up with him. He's a big coffee hound as well. So oh, bring him to the store. Um, or can uh, we can we bring him a coffee from we'll, the store? We, we, I would say that might be the easier okay. option for okay. sure because we'll be meeting him at his place. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, I, I <laughs> saying that like I, I'm one of those coffee drinkers. I never really grew up on coffee. I remember having a coffee my first time. I think it was 16. I was at the Hinton Training Center doing forestry. Um, I was junior forest ranger and oh. I was having such a hard time staying awake in class because they had the heat cranked up yep. in the summer and we're running off of sleep uh, very little sleep because we're just kids or whatever we're having our fun uh, being shitty and whatnot and then yep. we, we, as kids are we would run to the Hinton Training Center which is 7 kilometers from our camp and then we would you know be in class after we had a heavy meal of bacon pancakes french toast or whatever you grab because like there'd be a kitchen that would cater to you right yep and they made such wonderful food wait like, wait they'd cater to you well they wouldn't cater to you in the sense like what do you want oh they okay would, they would cater right. and you'd have your smorgasbord i was excited to get into fire training we can talk about that later okay <laughs> <laughs> i was just <laughs> but, then I, but i mean the, the whole cater to you and then you you led me on and well and like it all depends right go on with the story yeah <laughs> we can talk we can talk about that later for sure where yeah. it, it can be very nice but at the same yeah. time it can be pretty shitty as well yeah um, sorry if you're a camp cook but I'm not blaming you guys I'm just blaming your company sometimes the companies don't provide the cooks with enough uh, the right the right stuff you know what I mean and yeah. like we can respect that as uh, you know lowly uh, employees on the on the floor that don't, don't get the right tools or uh, shout out to the cooks Shout out to the cooks. You guys do great work sometimes. Yeah, so you make it happen. Depending on what cook it is, there's a lot that are awesome. There's a lot that were shitty. Uh, not going to name names. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dave. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Like, sorry, sorry. I don't, I don't know Dave, but. <laughs> it's a common name. Took a stab. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, we, we, you just eat this heavy breakfast, and like I was trying to like, eat light as well, just because like, I was like, what can I do to switch it up? And I tried a coffee for the first time, and I'm like, this is a warm drink. It's just making me more tired, and I don't know what it is because, like, sometimes painkillers don't work for me. Sometimes um, uh, energy drinks don't work for me either. Like, I might have two Red Bulls, and I don't feel anything. I don't like Red Bulls just because the crash after is fucking terrible. I, I wouldn't know. Uh, like, wh- 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 whether it was Energy, uh, Monster, Red Bull, Rockstar, anything, I would have two, <laughs> and I wouldn't feel a thing. I'd be like... Well, I'm kind of drowsy, so I'm not sure if my body has a tolerance against that stuff for whatever reason. Too much cocaine. Because you, th- man. <laughs> 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 Neil Perch, the greatest drummer in history. <laughs> and it's easy being cheesy. Uh, <laughs> it's the Family Guy and the the, yeah, the, the yeah. Cheeto Cheetah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forget his actual name. Uh, he had a, he had a character name. I forget what it was. Um, but yeah, I don't know what it was. Uh, so it just didn't work for me. So I didn't keep. I didn't drink coffee anymore because like it costs more than water. So what I ended up doing is depends I, where you go. Fair enough. Um, so I just drink a lot of water in the morning because that would hydrate my brain. That's probably that kind of better stuff. for you. And that worked well. For yeah. Me. Um, and then you know I wake up in the morning. People are like, "Oh, you want a coffee?" I'm like, "Nah, I'll drink a lot of water first. For me, coffee is something that I do when I'm in a, a certain um, environment. 
Okay. If I'm at my brother's acreage in Valmont, I love having coffee because we're like very alone and it's uh, it's quiet. It's very peaceful. I was like sipping on a coffee, looking at the mountains. Uh, if I'm at my quote unquote adopted um, uh, sorry uh, adopted parents, uh, Mitch and Catherine Brown up north, um, I'll, I'll be on their farm and I'll have a coffee with them. Usually, okay. I, and like, usually I'll throw some kind of Bailey's in there, whether it's Bailey's or some kind of other Irish cream. Uh, Whiskey's 40, good too. Forty Creek, uh, Forty Creek's Irish cream is yep. wicked. There you go. Um, so like that's shout something. out. That's Send like, us money, Whiskey Creek. Get, get, uh, Forty Creek. Forty Creek. <laughs> uh, that's one thing. Like, and you're from Manitoba. I always wonder why Crown Royal didn't get that game because they're they're one of those bigger yeah. name yeah. companies. Well, didn't they just get the uh, Whiskey of the Year, 2015, 2016? A few years like back. Yeah, yeah, it was the. Um, what fucking was it? Was there was it, wasn't there maple? It was there rye harvest. It, it, yeah, rye harvest. There we yeah, go. Yeah, there we it, go. It, 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 fuck man! As soon as that came out, they jumped from a thirty dollar bottle or a thirty five dollar bottle to like a sixty dollar bottle. No, and then it was ninety. No. Yes. Just, yes. just just the rye harvest though. Just the rye harvest. Okay. Yeah, because it got those that props and everybody wanted to try it. Don't, so, don't hate me, Manitoba, but Crown Royal isn't my favorite. No, and that's fair. That's absolutely fair. But I tried the Bright Harvest, and it was the first batch, right? That they okay, that they, okay. That, they, that they let out, and I was able to um, it was able to mature properly. From what I understand, I had a buddy tell me this. And it was and, able and to mature properly, and then after that, they started like pumping it. So like uh, we, need to, we need to push it out more and more and more, faster, faster to make this cash. That's why the stuff that I tasted was meh. Yeah. Quite possibly, I didn't mind it at all. For, for when it went when, when it went back to a thirty-five dollar bottle, I bought that. Fun fact. Uh, sorry to cut Game in. Here. Sorry to cut in. No, it's fine. Um, your favorite brewery has opened a distillery, and they are selling uh, casks of whiskey for two hundred and eighty-five dollars. What's my favorite brewery? The favorite favorite brewery in Victoria, Moon Underwater. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah yes. Yes. Uh, that is my favorite brewery in Victoria. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I have a lot of favorite breweries in Victoria. Actually, you know, All of them. I'm a huge... All of them are selling whiskey no, casks. And, like, and I met the guys from Moon Underwater. They came to Jasper. They dropped us off some yeah. swag and some beers there. Awesome. Did, did Andrew come? Uh, Andrew didn't. It was Andrew's no. mom, I believe. No, it was definitely not Andrew's mom. That would have been uh, Anne. Quite possibly. Yeah. Glasses? No. Oh, okay. I, I, it was a long time ago. I'm, I'm just fucking shooting lights out right now. Hair? Uh, hair? Eyes? Woman? <laughs> it might have been Andrew. I'm sorry. It was maybe, probably Andrew. Maybe it was her aunt. I don't fucking know. I don't Nobody know. knows. Anyway, somebody from Moon Underwater came by and dropped off some stuff. I came back and dropped some stuff from Jasper. It was, it was a moment. Uh, I'm, I'm terrible with names after a while, especially if I just meet you briefly. Yeah. Um, and I think I was meeting you at the time, so I was like, okay, I have to remember everything I talked about with uh, Brendan from before because yeah. this is important. I'm Dave now. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> Fucking Dave. Fucking Dave. Brendan Bear. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Driftwood. Uh, yeah, there's a guy named Jason. I, uh, he's one of the owners. Uh, I met him at a, a, one of the beer festivals in Edmonton. Him and I hit it off. Good buddies. Uh, well, okay. Good buddies. We Great have, we, buddies. We, we haven't talked back a for years. Time. We have a, he's actually originally from Edmonton, so whenever he came to Edmonton, I'd, I'd, uh, he'd be like, yeah, I'm in Edmonton. I'd be like, well, I'm not in fucking Edmonton. I'm working yeah. up north. And whenever I came to Victoria, he's like, I'm not in Victoria. I'm traveling England or whatever. So it was a bit of a bummer, but really cool guy. I should actually give him a text if I still have his number or just swing by the brewery and see if he's around. Um, yeah, Driftwood. Love their beer. Uh, went underwater. Um, yeah, and we'll get... Uh, I, need, I need to get back to the coffee... 
yeah, so like I just I just like to have um, coffee in certain settings, like where it's like more of a pitch rest kind of thing. I, I really like having coffee in the wintertime. Um, it, it was kind of like a tradition around Christmas. My mom would make our own Irish cream. Okay. And then we would... Um, How do you make Irish cream? Well, you'd make your own cream. Okay. Uh, with a bit of a flavoring to it. If you wanted to add hazelnut or French vanilla or Did something like that. you want to have a cow? No. <laughs> 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 it could go so many different ways with that. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go that way. <laughs> uh, no, like, well, you, well, you have your cream, right? And then you can... You can make your own flavoring and you add your oils or whatever like that for flavor oils i'm so confused well like, if, like, if, if, like essential oils no 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 no, no. it's like i don't, I don't good I don't, god i never made it myself there's a recipe at my house that okay. is so you can make your own cream okay cre- cream okay, okay. cream concoction okay okay because it's, it's flavored cream because <laughs> bailey's or any of those irish creams are kind of two parts right yeah you have your alcohol yeah and then you have your cream co- uh uh, concoction. Yes. And then you put the two together and then it's alcoholic cream. Okay. And then you add that so, as, your, as your creamer. Because, like, that's what you, you would have your creamer where you'd have, like, your little fucking, um, what, what, what's, what's the main company that you do? You'd have your creamer for coffee. Oh, Bailey's or whatever. No, no, no. Like, the non-alcoholic ones that you'd buy oh, at a grocery oh. store. Mr. Grocery Store Guy. <laughs> I don't carry those. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hippie. Uh, uh, so, d- you delight something or other something um, so then you have your alcoholic version which would be with alcohol do they have those the, uh, with alcohol they're called Bailey's and uh, yeah but wouldn't that be a fantastic <laughs> thing <laughs> little uh, little creamers but uh, with, do they have the pre-made uh, shots? probably not at the gas stations the, the, the pre-made <laughs> shots they probably not at the gas stations you have to go to the liquor store yeah uh, or the LCBO or whatever no. uh, but yeah like, I'm sure they would have those no or, sorry I, know, I'm patent pending patent pending uh, that, that's uh, it's a little waste of plastic I'm a hippie that's I'm the, against that so that's the fair chalupa uh, new concoction there <laughs> <laughs> or I, I, I do agree with you. I, I do get mad at those K-cups and the small yogurt containers oh, and stuff. It's brutal. There's billions per year that just go into the... Yep. Yeah. It's yep. brutal. No, fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I, I am kind of getting onto the coffee a bit more because I do like trying different roasts out. And I do appreciate coffee flavors because I do brew. And we have a lot of coffee flavors that come from like a stout or a porter, like just natural because you have the dark roast of, yep. um, you know, certain malts and stuff. And that's one of my favorite beers to brew is a stout because when you're grinding it and you got the hot water, I love the smell of coffee. I honestly love the smell of coffee. How long are you staying out for? Uh, I'll be out here, I think for another, well, today is Saturday. I'll be here Sunday, Monday, and I think I'll be leaving Tuesday. I don't think it'll be released yet. Okay. Um, there's a brewery that opened up in Souk two or three years ago called yeah. uh, Sioux Oceanside Brewing. They make a fantastic coffee beer. What I'm trying to say is they make a fantastic coffee beer. Oh. Interesting. I'm yeah. sorry like you told me that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before you just tell them the, before you just tell them the listener, I didn't, I didn't know yeah. that you were talking to me too. Um, uh, no, they... Um, the last few beer, brews, uh, they have used a lot of coffee and just made the most fantastic coffee porter I've ever tasted. It, 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 it was like drinking a pot of coffee that was 5%. Interesting. Yeah. And Interesting. Huh. If you like the taste of coffee, yeah. but w- without the coffee being bitter. Yeah. 
I don't know what it is. Like, I don't mind having coffee I'll right on its own. Like, if I if I drink a coffee, I usually have a black. If if, if I can't drink alcohol at that time of day, or if I'm driving, you or something better like that. have a black tomorrow when I serve it to you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Like, do you have any coffee, mate? <laughs> oh fuck up! Uh, Flip table. Get the, get the hell out! Uh, and this is great too because um, our host Anthony, he is uh, a true coffee hound as well. Okay. Yeah. So he'll he'll probably appreciate this part of the podcast at least. Oh, maybe good. maybe fast forward from the kombucha part. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it, I, I really do respect coffee culture. It's so interesting, and it's it, it's a it's a it's a cultural like break in like mm-hmm. well in our society for sure. Oh, yeah. And if you go to other cultures too, like you go to Italy, you go to Sweden. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want to talk to your friends and you want to go for coffee, you say, "Oh, let's go for a fika." I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. A fika. Yeah. Um, a fika. Yeah. Is that espresso? Is that American? It's just like me. If I if I remember, I think think it's a type of espresso, but I think it's more so like let's just go for a coffee. Okay, it's short. However, you know, from what I understand, coffee in places like Italy are more espresso rather than a full cup. Yeah, yeah. Coffee in in Europe is much smaller. It's like a quick little thing. Um, But there there is a thing on Vanity Fair uh, on YouTube. They do like little short videos and yep. they have people from other countries explain like sayings. So okay. it, could, it could be ang- English slang. It could be American slang. It'd be Canadian slang. So Will Arnett does Canada slang, which I think is funny because <laughs> like Canada's a whole where they just like, like, so they have one for America where they like, they talk about uh, Boston, the New York uh, trucker slang in the States, uh, Detroit. And then they go to Canada and it's like, yeah, Will Arnett, he does Canada slang. And it's like, well, no, we have more <laughs> slang on the coast to coast. Like, like <laughs> most people don't know, don't get this, uh, the slang skookum. Skookum. Yeah. Yeah. It means it's like, like, man, uh, this fucking kombucha is pretty skookum. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or it has more root names to that too. I think skookum is also some kind of mythical, mythological beast. Might be. Yeah. Uh, I don't with, know. With, with, with the Heidi I, I think. Uh, I don't know West Coast, uh, legend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's also a place called skookum chuck too, but yeah. anyway, it's, it's a very West Coast term. Yeah. So, uh, I, I just got kind of a little bit miffed at that. I hadn't heard it until I came out this way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this Vanity, Vanity Fair thing. Um, I, I almost lost why I brought that up. Alexander Skarsgård. Okay. Uh, he's an actor. He's in uh, True Blood. He was in Battleship, which is terrible. Uh, he, he's the blonde guy, the the, the tall blonde the, the guy. The tall Norse guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's been in a few Viking shows as well, uh, and he did the he the like narration for Valhalla Uprising, I think, which is the Yosemite uh, rock climbing documentary okay no it's, I haven't seen it's that very cool yeah you yeah. should check that out I think it's on Netflix okay. I, think, I think it's called Valhalla Uprising it's I could be wrong shout outs wrong. all over the place aren't you or Valley Uprising we Valley Uprising <laughs> Uprising it's cool it's, well, if, if you type in like Alexander Skarsgård uh, climbing documentary yeah. climbing documentary and it'll yeah. come up maybe Valley Uprising I can't remember anyway uh, he's Swedish but he has a very strong American accent because he can flip between two. I okay. think I think he grew up in the states, but he's got that strong Swedish background. Uh, I feel like the American accent is probably the easiest to. Uh, well, that's just generalizing because like coast to coast, like there's so many different accents in the states too. Yeah, like you go you, you go from Mississippi or Alabama to Texas, you know, Texas to Boston, Boston New York, New York to fucking North Dakota. <laughs> you know, and I'm sure you know North Dakota and Minnesota, and and, and then you get to Mennoniteville, Manitoba. Yeah. Oh, but you, nine twit, twit twit, twit twit, Veronica, or um, uh, Zot, 
Zotz, oh, Zotz, uh, <laughs> yeah. like marijuana, the spits. Yeah, the spits. Um, yep. I was just watching Letterkenny, and Jonathan Torrance plays one of the Mennonites in it. Okay. And it's uh, it's it's pretty funny. Uh, they're, they're, they're quite Amish-looking, so they don't get the stereotype nailed down. No, actually, uh, Mennonites and... Uh and Amish people and Hutterites all branch off of what's called... They are kind of connected, but Mennonites are allowed to use the electricity, from what I understand. Depends on the... The uh, colony? On, on the co- well, not all of them are even in colonies. True. No, and I know so, that. Like, so it's, it's a whole spectrum. Yeah, I, I, work, I work in uh, the north where we have uh, Lacrete, and that's not so much a colony. Okay. Uh, okay. So it's actually a town, and you can go through there and everything. Yeah. So yeah. Um, anyway, so okay. he's, he's got he's got the big chin strap, neck beard, and okay, yeah. Um, he's wearing the straw hat, and he's got the horse drawn carriage and stuff. Yeah, that's, that's definitely more Amish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was so uh, Anabaptist that uh, that branched off back in Europe. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's you, it seems like you know your history pretty well in that yeah, in that subject bit. with the last name Fair and everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, getting back to Skarsgård, uh, he was telling about different slang, fika. And he explains fika, and I remember hearing that before because I was hanging out with a Swedish girl a few, a good number of years ago. Okay, and she's like, "We don't go for coffee; we go, we go for fika." Hmm. So, long story short, where <laughs> <laughs> we branched off into a bunch I, of different I, I, stories. I like the twists and turns. Well, they, they they know how it is, and you know what? Uh, sorry, listeners, Brendan and I haven't seen each other in a long time. Yeah, so we're we're, up a lot. we're doing our our best to try to keep this <laughs> interesting to you, and definitely it's interesting to us. Um. Yeah, what else were we going to talk about? Oh Talking God. about coffee. You're going to bring uh, some coffee tomorrow for our other podcast when we meet up in Lane. Oh, it's going to be great coffee. The uh, coffee I'm maker pumped. I, I, like, I, I would love to get, like, so yeah, we're talking about coffee culture. So I'm not going to... Uh, I have a ton of respect for coffee. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not going to actually uh, talk about the brand name because they've gone under. And I still... It's a bummer. Fucking love them. This, well, the, 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 the brand name for the, for the company that makes this the, that makes my coffee maker oh your coffee maker okay, yeah. okay. so the, the day that uh, the day that I, that I installed it in the store mm-hmm. the company went tits up unfortunately yeah. so no more tech support no more parts and it runs on the tablet so if that goes down it becomes a paperweight yep that being said it makes the best cup of coffee I've ever had in my entire life mm-hmm I'm making cups of coffee that are better than my favorite coffee shop. Yeah. That that also roasts. Fucking fair enough. That's yeah. like, that's almost the same if you can homebrew or make your own kombucha. Yeah. Better than uh, your favorite place. Just. But just, why would you want to make your own kombucha when you have a great place? Uh, right. <laughs> um. But <laughs> to buy your kombucha. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me uh, clear my throat. <clears> throat> um. But uh, yeah. Everything about this coffee maker is the cat's meow. I can adjust everything from the uh, the temperature of the brew, yeah, the length of the brew, the uh, amount of water used in it, mm-hmm. the number of agitations in the brew, yeah, how intense each agitation is, yeah, when it happens throughout the brew, just everything and yeah. every little adjustment will uh, change the final outcome of the flavor. So every little adjustment that that I make. Within the coffee maker, uh, everything from uh, temperature, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, will change the final outcome of the uh, coffee. Mm. So, uh, from the same beans, I can pull either a lemony flavor or a nutty flavor, per se. Per se. And so, with that comes each roast wanting to be brewed in its own way that that pulls out the, the best flavors from each. Yeah. 
And so dialing in the, I think we have 18, 19, maybe 20 different uh, roasts of coffee at the store. Dialing all of those in individually, I was fucking bouncing off the walls for Mm -hmm. the better part of two or three weeks. Uh, One day I think I had 20 cups of coffee? No. (laughs) No, no, maybe only 16 or 17. If I had 20, then the the laws of physics wouldn't have applied to me anymore. Yeah. Just vibrated. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I can see colors and sound. (laughs) I can hear colors. (laughs) Yes, that's that's exactly what happens. Mm. But it gives you a whole new appreciation of just... What goes into roasting the different cups? Oh, yeah, sorry about your uh, your cup there. It went through the dishwasher a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. I forgive you for um, this beautiful ginger beer. Uh, yeah, kombucha. Yeah, it's something we should uh, talk about more tomorrow after you've actually seen the machine. Totally, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's... Uh, should we stop her here or uh, keep going or... We, we can keep talking about more things. I have more questions for you. Oh, if you have more questions, by all means. Yeah, yeah. So we can save that, uh, the coffee for tomorrow, too. Yeah. Because I'm sure you'll want to talk to, uh, to, to Lane about coffee, and you know, we'll probably bring some kombucha as well. Yeah. If you're, if you're game yeah, for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring a, a meowler or a growler. Or... Meowler? Meowler. Meow, meow. Oh, is that what you call your half growlers? Yeah. I, I, call, I call them howlers. And I've also heard growlettes and growlitas. I've heard growlitas. I haven't mm-hmm. had, heard growlettes. No. Um... But yeah, I'll definitely be picking up some beers for us as well. Uh, it's it's going to be a good time. I don't time. drink beer. You don't like beer, right? No. <laughs> as I'm drinking uh, Jolly beer. Hopper by uh, Spinnakers. Shout out to Spinnakers. Imperial IVA. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's actually a very cool little logo there. Like the, the pirate's eye has... Sorry, the, the, the eye patch has the, uh, the pirate's eye. Well, the pirate's eye is a hop, and then the <laughs> eye patch is the Spinnaker's sail. And then you have the two little drops, which I imagine here represents the, the water... And, and the teeth are beer bottles. The teeth are beer bottles, and then it has two uh, barley stalks on each side. Yeah, but you can barley see those. <laughs> you should be on fucking letter penny with those jokes. Sorry. Yeah, that's so last, bad. That's the last time you say moist. Well, have you ever been to the Rocky, uh, the Rocky Moistens? <laughs> no, but in the United States with Moistica. Uh, okay, so. Are, are you let, letter Kenny? I'm not Letterkenny. You know what? It's funny because I, 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 my friends just showed me the fourth season, and I've only seen the first season. I haven't seen any. It, uh, have you watched the Letterkenny bits on YouTube? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that, that, that's wonderful. If you watch the first season, it's fucking mint. Spot on. Yep. I would say it's pretty wicked. Does make um, you want to go out for a rip there, bud? Fucking A, bud. Uh, it, it, you know, and it goes across the board because it's rednecks, hockey players, and then like the random other people in small towns. So I'm sure you'll appreciate it. Yeah. I definitely appreciated it. And it's not just like referencing only Ontario. Like, sure, they talk about going to the city, like Toronto. But that's the I same as like going you mean to the Toronto. city. <laughs> Toronto. Uh, Toronto. <laughs> but uh, you can respect it because it's like going to the city, Winnipeg. Me yep. going to the city, Edmonton. Yeah. <laughs> which is actually quite a fucking long drive for me uh, where I grew up. But it's it's good. I highly recommend it if you can. I thought you were from Red Deer. It's like two and a half hours. No, I was living in Airdrie with my ex. Oh, Airdrie. Yeah. I know Airdrie. Yeah. That's Calgary. <laughs> Pretty well, yeah. Calgary's a big city. Calgary's a very big city, but I, I grew up in a place called Grimshaw, which is um, uh, north of Grand Prairie. It sounds grim. It's like Grimsby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what I wanted to ask, how did you end up in Victoria? You come from Manitoba. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you, you had some pretty strong roots there, but you're like, you know what? 
fuck it, I want to go be a hippie on the... On yeah, the no, I was like, I feel like wearing more plaid and... <laughs> no, no. Like wearing a potato sack? It's all natural. Hopefully. Uh, no, uh, right out of high school, uh, myself and my family moved to the Edmonton area. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that's where I was supposed to make money and get my nest egg started. It didn't happen? Did not happen. Uh, at that age, it is make money... Spend money, keep up with the Joneses. Yep. That's what I found. And then I came here, actually, on vacation with my uh, Mike's fiance. Okay. Yeah, so I was engaged, believe it or not. I, I think I remember you telling me that, but yeah. I, I, I definitely forgot. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> Apologies. Semi accepted. Sonny the bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, no, came here with my ex fiance on vacation just to see her, see her mother. Yep. And. Three days into the vacation, I found a job as a tile setter, and yep. I found an apartment, and I said, okay, I'm home, because it was, I want to say April 6th, leaving Edmonton, there was six or seven inches of snow, mm-hmm. and we came to green, green grass, blooming flowers, and I like outdoors, so yeah. it was just paradise for me, hard to leave. Yeah. Yeah, Fair enough. short story, but that's how it happened. Okay, and uh, what did you do for work when you when you got here? Uh, I was a tile setter for tile setter, yeah. a number of years. Did you do construction as well? Yeah, oh yeah, okay. no, I've, uh, well, I've got a background in tile, construction, everything. Very, very hands-on kind of guy. Yeah, both hands, <laughs> yeah. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. no clue where I was going with that one. Yeah, we're in a, we're in a warehouse all by ourselves. Oh shit! Oh, the door's locked. Oh no, and it's too oh, cold. Oh dear. <laughs> we should rub our bodies together. <laughs> too uh, far? No, no, no. It just reminded me of a South Park quote where it's like, "It's so hot. We should take our clothes off and warm each other up. Don't be gay." <laughs> um, oh, so. Man. Uh, yeah, so you just set up shop here. Uh, you've been here yeah. for how many years now? Eight? Uh, oh, fuck. Ten? Going on nine, I think. How old are you? Are you 29, 30? I'm like 42. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> yeah, no, I just turned 30. You handsome fucker, you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess two and a half, three years in Edmonton, and then they put me at eight and a half or nine here, something mm-hmm. like that. Cool. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a while. This is This is home now. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, what, what, love it. What else keeps you busy besides uh, kombucha <laughs> brewing, coffee, your work? Um, participating in sports? You, you, New Year's. You were surfing, right? Yeah. Oh, fuck. So, oh, fuck, bud. Oh, fuck, bud. You went out for a rip. Bud. bud. Oh, but yo. <laughs> oh, fuck, bud. Oh, fuck, bud. Uh, New Year's Eve, uh, myself and my roommate went up to uh, Sombrio Beach. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call... No, I can't even call it a different name. Um, uh, Super Secret Beach. It's my favorite beach on the entire island. I don't, want it, I don't want it to get too popular. Okay, fair Don't enough. go there. It sucks. There's a cave to explore. There's a waterfall that's cut its way out of rocks. So there's rock, rock, rock ledges on either side. Mm-hmm. Explored the beach and then uh, went back to the campsite, set up camp, had a fire, yep. whiskey around the fire... Even though I don't drink at all, besides alcohol, and uh, for New Year's Eve it was probably five or six degrees out, which is balmy at this time of year. Yeah. Not a cloud in the sky. 
no light pollution, so you see just all the stars. Yeah. It was majestic. Yeah. Excuse me. Too much, uh, too much beer. Um, wait, wait, wait. There's, there's definitely such a thing as too much beer. No, no. Sorry, <laughs> blasphemy. Alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> Binge drinking. I'm confused. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so went to bed camping on this majestic beach. And uh, woke up the next morning with a morning surf because it was on the ocean. Massive erection. (laughs) After that night. No, I was surfing with with an erection because I was was so pleased with myself. And then your friend was surfing on your erection. Yeah. (laughs) It was was confusing for everybody. Hang 10. (laughs) That's 11. That's 11. (laughs) Um, But no, woke up with a surf for about half an hour, 45 minutes, threw everything in the car and just started driving up to Mount Washington. Yeah. Just so that we could end our day with, uh, with a some, surf in the snow. some uh, snowboarding. No fucking shit. I mean, surf slopes, how many places can you do that? Not many fucking places. Not, not in Manitoba or Alberta. Mm, certainly not. <laughs> and then yesterday I realized I can't cross it off my bucket list yet. I said, oh, drat. Because Indonesia, you can surf in tropical waters Mm -hmm. and then travel less than a day to snowboard down a fucking volcano. Oh. I mean... You know, I would almost debate, maybe you could do that in Scotland. Maybe you could do that in Scandinavia. Scotland only has cliffs. They have skiels. No, no, I've seen documentaries. They have cliffs. No, there's a ski hill. <laughs> okay. In, in, in okay, the, I believe you. In, in the Inverness area, there is a ski <laughs> hill for sure. Um, yeah, Scotland does have a uh, does have a ski hill. I'm, I'm, I'm very certain. I would, I would say at least 80% sure. That's about as sure as I am about Manitoba. Okay. Well, with Manitoba, <laughs> there's no real hills at all. I've, I've, seen, I've seen the third highest hill when I was in Holland, Manitoba. No, it, it was a river valley. Yeah, 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 yeah truly. Yeah. Oh, the, the the one in Holland was actually a hill, mm. where our ski hill in, oh, Gr- shit. in Peace River was actually a river you, valley. You don't have to brag, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, then you can also go uh, river surfing, technically. But I, I'm sure you actually mean like ocean you, you ever been uh, ditch boarding? <laughs> I have not. So you grab? I'm a, not that. I'm not that <laughs> much of a fucking slide neck. <laughs> whoa, neck. whoa, 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 language. <laughs> <laughs> grab a buddy with a car. You grab a, a tow rope and oh, you yeah. snowboard in the ditches. A little boogie board. Look, uh, out, no, look I, out for culverts I know because they will take off your legs. Or get too far with the power line. Yeah. Oh, shit. Wrap around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, de- definitely don't go where there's power lines. <laughs> ever. Or go on the other side of the road. You're usually good, but still look out for culverts. Culverts big time. Would just jump re- up, run across, jump back down no, the board. just go around them. Get more air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, so the surfing was was good then, eh? And you got to go to snowboard, and that's pretty fucking sweet. Uh, yeah, no, the surfing was mediocre. Uh, no huge waves, mm-hmm. but definitely Ooh. got some gnar, brah. I, 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 is, that, is that surf? No, 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 I was just thinking another one for sure. New Zealand. Yes. New that Zealand, you can do that. Yeah. I think maybe somewhere in uh, Australia. Maybe. Maybe somewhere in Northern maybe. California. You, you have to go to the Blue Mountains, and then you have to drive... 
to the coast for sure. And then even then, I'm not sure where you would go for a good. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure your users can, uh, there's, can message. There's a few your, places your listeners. Sure. Yeah. Your, yeah, yeah, and and suddenly we're gonna have a whole list of places to to go to. Oh, Chile. Maybe Chile or Argentina. Sounds, sounds kind of chilly down there. Ah, ah. <laughs> Don't get too full on that uh, chilly. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Good <Christ>. God. <laughs> uh, okay, so I think it was pretty obvious with you, with your uh, knowledge of the Mennonite and the language, uh, that is your background. Uh, yeah, yeah you're, definitely you're, grew up Mennonite. You were brought up that way. Um, but coming out here and living the, the, the West Coast lifestyle, uh, you're, you're much more... Um, Atheist. Le- le- atheist <laughs> is definitely a term. Uh, and uh, left-wing minded, correct? Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah no, I, I, I wouldn't say you're extreme left-wing or anything like that, but you're more so on the left side of the spectrum uh, yes. when, when it comes to Which political. Is really interesting because being raised as religious as I was, exactly, I, I was quite uh, quite right-wing. Mm-hmm. Very quite, fascinating. Quite yeah. right-wing. When you're, when you're being raised at that yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. And so coming out here... I, I do understand that the influence may have come from around me to become more left-wing. Yep. But also, I have become less religious. And in doing so, I believe that has made me more left-wing. I, yeah. Or, 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 or I, just I think the, the general values that come with it. I can see how... And humanism... Uh, religious, looks. spiritual... Like, if, if you do have some kind of connection to that, I think that that would hold... Um, some kind of, I don't yeah, know, no, it's, it's some kind of testament to uh, your your ideology. I think I think they go kind of more so hand in hand than a lot of people take. We need things. studies done. <laughs> I'm sure they are done, <laughs> but we just don't look at that shit anymore, or you don't you don't anymore, and I never have. I'm like, I think this is what happens. Maybe, no. guys, did you know if you, I, if you take a tree and you cut it and you put it on its side, <laughs> you can roll shit on it like a like I call it a wheel. <laughs> no, uh, that that's not the name for it. Yeah, that's we, a big we, round rolly. We 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 we've had that for fucking centuries, Chili, but you're you're a fucking idiot. No, sorry. <laughs> no, the big round rolly. <laughs> uh, BBC talking animals. There was a great one where it's like uh, the, the orangutans in the in the oh, oh, in, yeah, in, yeah. In, in, in the in like the boat, and it's like I'm gonna call it an iPod. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is still uh, no time, no time, no time. Just having a game of no time data. Alan, 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 Steve, Steve. <laughs> That's another really good one. But um, yeah, so so you came out here, you kind of drifted away from um, your 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 uh, upbringing of uh, being quite religious. Yep. Um, and still, that, and still, eventually that coincided with the new drifting to the uh, left. I, I still do respect my my upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, I've got a tattoo of Jesus on my on my shoulder just to remind me where I did come from. That's totally that's a very honorable of you, and yeah. I think that's great. And you should like people should always remember where they come from. Yeah, you know, because it helped you build who you are now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, 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 the past is who makes you you today. Yeah, yeah, and that's essentially now what that I guess means to me now. Despite it being Jesus, give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah, no, I'm patting Jesus. He, he, give him he, a high he, five. He, he keeps giving him a fucking high five. I, I had to talk. I had to say that one because he keeps patting himself on the back. There, oh, he's just... touching the the shoulder. You know, the, 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 might, the might even be on that one. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's like over here. It's just like I never look at it. Yeah, you do something bad. Yeah, do something good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, you, you still have the respect. You still. 
pay tribute to where you came from. You have that yeah. respect, you know. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You know, and um, it was different worlds, uh, I guess, coming out of religion to coming into being an atheist. Yeah. Um, for one, science. Mm-hmm. I was taught not to trust it growing up. Mm-hmm. And so when I learned how science works yeah. and why it works mm-hmm. and how it's demonstrable, how, how it can be demonstrated to be true, that just fucking blew my mind. Yeah. And I said, oh. This is the thing. Well, why, why was I taught that this is... This is from the devil. And now you're asking questions. Yeah, now I'm asking questions. Because this can be demonstrated. Why was I taught that that is incorrect? Because you, you do this, and it's real. Yeah. And that's what got me, I guess, rolling down my uh, my whole path of, yeah. of questioning. And, and it was uh, really enlightening. I can imagine so, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, no, it was... Uh, it's really cool. Well, it's 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 kind of interesting because I was brought up Christian as well. Um, okay, Grace United, which is, I always Grace United. I, I don't know that one. <laughs> it's honestly like the uh, happy-go-lucky of Christianity. Yeah. Okay, very loose. Um, okay, loosey goosey. Oh, like, you're going to hell anyway. Everyone's so. allowed to drink. Oh um, yeah, yeah, you're definitely you're, going you're, to hell. You're, you're very friendly in the sense it's, it's like uh, we we would show up like a couple times and we're welcomed in open arms like our, our minister was fine she's fuck she was awesome no <laughs> our minister was yeah. very cool very relaxed uh, I, I wanted to go visit her and her family they live in Barrie Ontario okay um, yeah. and she was over there she's like oh yeah there's good craft beer I know you're a big beer fan so I bought some craft beers oh and nice like, oh that's awesome so yeah it's like, still, it still can be very religious and everything but it's it takes the seriousness away so okay. very open to homosexuality um very open to science and all that kind of stuff and like it's very relaxed it's and that sounds like I was between there and hardcore Baptist yeah yeah so it, it was it, it was just a it was, out of all the religions I could have grown up with I thought that was a very good one um, yeah. and it didn't as far as I understood it didn't really have like we there was still baptism okay um, yep. but there wasn't really a whole lot of other things that came with it that was you know a weird pra- I, I should say weird pardon me um, <clears throat> practices that I now would find obscure or wondering why we would have to do that for whatever reason. Okay. So when I grew up, like we'd, we'd go to, uh, it, I, would, I would go every Sunday when I was young. And then later on I had the choice. I think I was about, I think it was about 13 or 14. I had the choice that I could stay home or keep going. Okay. And I chose not to, but well, it was more of a lazy thing. Cause I was like, I don't really get it. Don't really like it. I don't know. Like te- 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 what, what I took from it was be a nice person. Um, well, that's which is a great yeah. a great thing to take away from anything. Yeah, uh, you know, be a nice person. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Accept others, and you know, be a nice person. Accept be, others. Ex- accept. You're accepting. Oh, okay. People. Okay. Yeah, accepting <laughs> others um, and what yeah. they um, and I don't know, like it just be kind. You know, be 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 a decent human being. Yeah, that's what I took from it, and I think that's what they're that's, trying to teach me. Hundred percent. And we had the all the old stories. Like we watched Veggie Tales a lot when I'm, during my Sunday Fucking school. Loved Veggie <laughs> so Tales. That was that was a good little escape for us to like kind of understand it in um, a, a cartoon sense. 
And I was like, you know what? This is this is what, cool. What? Hey, don't lie. Don't uh, be greedy. Don't be rude. Uh, don't don't be um, yeah. So just d- basic human. Don't be jealous. Things morals. like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And very interesting stories. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, just because someone's different doesn't mean that they're wrong or that they're stupid or anything like that. Yeah. Which I'm like, wow, that's very anti-religious uh, of this right? religion to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, being accepted of other people's religions, how bizarre. Secular Christianity. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so, um, but I, I remember talking to my mom about that. And my mom was a bit more religious. Like she, be- yeah. she truly believed in God. I, I find uh, each... Uh, each generation tends to be a little bit less and a little bit less. I couldn't, I, I couldn't agree more in um, Gen- general. General, I would say in a general aspect, yes. Yeah. There, there are some people that still hold true to yeah. a lot of those things. Yeah. But uh, like you know, as we go down the line of you know, I don't know, the the world nowadays is pretty towards <laughs> pretty, Satanism, pretty, obviously. Pretty uh, <laughs> footloose and fancy free, <laughs> and we like our trucks and cool things like that. You know, um, yeah. it, it can be a thing. Um, Wait. Trucks, you're driving a, a fucking Tesla out there. This, this, this is a Chevy Traverse. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> not a Tesla at all. Um, and and I, I was going to go on with this too. Um, would they honestly have Rums, Rums, uh, Rum Rum Springer? Springer. Does, 16 years old. Do the Mennonites have anything? Uh, no, because where I grew up, uh, we weren't in a, uh, you in a colony. Yeah, yeah. Did you know I, if I some do? I don't know if they do or not. Okay, because in the Letterkenny episode, they did have a certain term for it. They called it Rumspringer, but they're like, well, that's the technical term for um, the Amish thing, right? Yeah. Which I'm sure they have a different some, name. Some very well might be, just because, I mean, from uh, from Midnight to Amish and everything between. How do right? I, 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 I'm, I'm guessing they're... Pardon I'm, me, uh, not crap. <laughs> yes, crap. <laughs> <laughs> However, they make the best apple wine. Oh, they make a few good things. Oh, oh. One of, one of my former bosses, I still work with her. She was telling me how she, when she used to issue fire permits, so um, permission to burn um, yeah. root piles, brush piles, whatever, to a landowner farmer. Yeah. Um, there was a guy that invited her to the snake's den, which is where he brewed all his own homemade wine. And he had every single kind of concoction you could think of from what he could harvest in northern Alberta. Oh, so fuck yeah, bud. Raspberry, <laughs> honey, uh, Saskatoon, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And I was just like... Why couldn't have I issued him a permit? Like, I was so jealous. Oh, man. That sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, they, they like their alcohol. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, no, that's Hutterite? Uh, Alberta? Uh, Hutterites are in southern Alberta, more so Two Hills area. We, 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 have, we have both. Okay. Yeah. Because... We, we, got, um, we got the twofer. Yeah, no, and... Uh, and it's also fun with Mennonites from, like, Mexico and Bolivia and, you know, fun Russia. Fun fact, my, my family came to Canada first, and then... Um, during one of the wars, they a bunch of people went to Mexico to escape the the draft or whatever, whatever yep, was going true. on. True, yeah, because Mennonite and Hutterites are non-warring people. Yeah, that's uh, that's Anabaptist right there. Yep, yep, non-warring people, I which I respect. can I can fully respect. Yep, uh, I don't want to fight with anybody. I'll, I'll have a good discussion, which <laughs> you, which you might see in the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, Stay tuned for more. <laughs> but that being said. Um, yeah, so after everyone uh, after everyone left from for Mexico once the war was over, a bunch of people came up uh, back to Canada, mm-hmm. and one of them was my grandmother, who now had Mexican status. And uh, cool, yeah. So you have status in Mexico? Uh, maybe I don't know. El Cambucha? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, Branch just, off? Just, just, just <laughs> I do know that the Mennonites down there do live in colonies. 
Yes, and I've also heard this too. Uh, the, and in Belize. The Mennonite Mafia as well. There's a Mennonite Mafia? Ma- you know, Wait, you've never heard about that? What? <laughs> there was a drug ring. Where no! They, where they bring drugs from Mexico all the way to Canada. But... There, there, there's, a, there's actually a TV series that I, they either cover the Mennonites or the Hunters. And it's filmed in Nova Scotia. It takes place in Ontario. Um, the actor from Arrow is in it. Oh, so it's an actor. It's not even real. Well, no, it, it, well, you got me all excited no, no, about it, my no, own no, history. No, no, it is real. It is real right now. But... It happens. They get busted in Alberta all the time. But... Yeah. No. no and, and, if, and if you should watch the TV series, it's, it's CBC. And then uh, I'm taking notes here. Ro- 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 Rosie what, Perez is it, in it too. What's it called? It's called Pure. And it talks Pure. about how, like, the, yeah, the, like as in cocaine. Oh. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we need the money to like help the colony and stuff like that too. And it's actually, I watched the few, first few episodes and I thought it was pretty good, but I just got busy with other shit in life. And it's actually 100% true. Like, oh, it's, a, it's a Canadian show too. Yeah. I'd support that. Yeah, it's kind of like Narcos, but Canada with Mennonites. Oh, it's even got a picture of a horse and buggy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I yes. Know. It's filmed in Nova Scotia. Uh, takes takes place fictionally uh, in in Ontario, but it's a thing. Let's uh, give a shout out to them. Pure. Pure. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> You're helping Mennonites learn their own culture. <laughs> Still. Oh man. Yeah. So oh, thank I'm, you. I'm happy I was able to help you with that. But oh, anyway, pulling back to like my my experience growing up. So I was sitting there with my mom uh, a couple years ago, and I was just telling her like, you know, like. I'm not very religious myself. I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of like, you know, back and forth if I believe in God or not. Every now and then I catch, I catch myself talking to myself or talking to something. As do I. I'm not sure. I'm not really sure if it's just like me like thinking like some kind of divine thing or just me just talking out loud and just expecting. Maybe it's like the, uh, what is it, the secret? Yeah. <laughs> which which I think is hilarious. Uh, yeah, and it's, same here. It's just me like talking to the universe or something or just my own consciousness or something like that. Yeah. So it's like, hey... You know, like if you could just give me a break or give some, I, I try not to be selfish. Like whenever I like, you know, I'm really looking for something. I'm just like, hey, you know, like whatever. And it happens, it happens, it doesn't, it doesn't. I, I, you know what? I, I truly believe in karma. That, well, the, the, let's take a step back. Yeah. It happens, it happens. It doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. That is, if I pray to God and uh, and he answers, it was in his will. Yeah. And if he doesn't, it wasn't in, in his will. Yeah. Yeah. How funny is that? <laughs> yeah. just, just sorry, parallels had to point it out. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's it's 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 a thing. You know, and maybe if, if it doesn't happen, it's not as well because it's got a different plan. Yeah, or, or she has a different plan, or whatever. It, right? it yeah, person. <laughs> this is 2019. Let's offend some people. Themselves. That's that's a bigger question. <laughs> Uh, a bag, a bag, my regression. Hold uh, on, I'm going to my safe. <laughs> I forgot. I, I forgot. There's caution tape all over Brandon right now. Oops, yeah, uh, I'm wrapped in it. I'm like a mummy of caution tape. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's that little bit of me, and I'm like, yeah, you know, like I don't really know, but I, I still have this. I, I, just, I just want to be kind to people. I want to be nice as much as possible, like all that kind of stuff. And she's like, well, it does hurt me to say that you don't believe in God. Uh, more so and that you have this other thing but it's nice to know that you try to be nice and I told her too I was like and this is 100% true man oh man are the Christmas carols from the church beautiful I and I, I'm sorry this is just kind of a random thing to say yeah but like Christmas just happened at the time that we're part of this podcast this will be like fucking uh, summer right now when we release this probably uh, but I, I you know I, can, I, I can't get enough of it um, 
it's I, I, you know most of those hymns I can't stand when it's just normal hymns mm-hmm. but when it comes to um, Christmas carols that come from the church uh, or Christmas hymns I should say yeah I think they are gorgeous They're, pieces of work like Silent Night is absolutely wonderful it comes I, from Austria one of my uh, I fuck them origin <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'd make love to them. <clears throat> uh, that'd, be, that'd be really bad. <laughs> like, oh man, we're going to hell. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't know. Like it's, I just find them very beautiful pieces of work. Uh, they're they're yeah. very nice to listen to, and they really uh, are. I, I just think that the history that it comes from. I went to um, Austria in the Czech Republic uh, a few years ago for the holidays. Okay. I, was, I was in Europe. I think I saw it on the Facebook. This is a few years ago. Oh. Not, not, not just recently. I was I was there this this fall, but I, I came back in, oh, okay. uh, in okay. December, okay. Uh, early December. Uh, so yeah, I went to Austria to go spend Christmas with my my relatives over there, and then I went to um, Czech, the Czech Republic for New Year's or Sylvester, um, and it was just so cool to see the roots, you know, like what the traditions are and like how our traditions came from somewhere. Yeah, and it's like okay, this is why we do this, and all that blah blah blah. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, and, and that's super important in a way to still pass down family traditions. Where you come from. As, as long as they're not asshole traditions. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so that's super cool. Yeah. Like uh, for myself, we play the dice game every single Christmas. Oh, yeah? Do, do you know the dice game? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, it sounds uh, fun. Yeah. So uh, you wrap a gift in multiple layers of wrapping paper mm. and scotch tape and then the there's one person who gets to put on the gloves and uh, start unwrapping you're not allowed to tear the paper you have to work and work and work at the tape yeah, yeah. until it comes loose and you can pull that off very carefully yeah. and while that's going on the next person rolls two dice if the dice are not doubles then the dice move on. So it's a race. If the person opens the present up fast enough, they get the present. But if the person gets the dice, then it's their turn to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's a potato kind of thing. Yeah, and it's just... For the first couple rounds, nobody really gets into it. That's how the Mennonites had their spies. Yeah. It's like, can you defuse this bomb fast enough? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, 100%. Um, But no, for the first couple rounds, nobody gets into it. But then... As you know, you're getting closer to the gift that's that's wrapped in these multiple layers of, of wrapping but it's paper. Multiple paper. Oh no. yeah, yeah. Then then people start rolling faster, like rolling the dice faster and faster and faster, and passing it on, passing it on. Mm-hmm. And the person in the in the gloves is unwrapping faster and faster. And that that to me is a Christmas tradition. Mm-hmm. And something that I, I do 100% want yeah. to pass down to... Uh, it's a cool... And I, I never knew about that, but like, yeah. it's, it sounds like so much fun. It's togetherness, you know? Like, you're getting everyone together, you're having fun. Like, I can just, see, I can, I can just oh, picture it. Oh, it gets intense. Oh. oh yeah. and there, there's... <laughs> there's jaws not, not, broken. Not name-calling, name but... Uh, a little bit of hey, swearing. Hey, you should not be unwrapping right now. And slapping hands. Yeah. And, um, one one that I heard from my Danish friends, and I might get a little bit wrong, but everyone will have like a, a hot winter drink. So whether it's um, uh, whether it's coffee or hot chocolate or hot apple cider or something like that. Hot whiskey. Hot whiskey. Uh, usually something that's cloudy. So I guess it'd be hot hot coffee or like uh, maybe hot chocolate or something yeah. like that. And somebody will put an almond. I believe it's an almond in one of the drinks. Okay. And so if you drink it and you find that you have an almond, 
you get to open a present. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And, and like every time you do it, you'll, you'll put a, like another one. So it, it's kind of interesting. So you could like get three in a row, or you could get not, you could get completely skunked or something like that. So that's really cool. I, yeah. I like that idea. No, it's it's super interesting. Just that's tradition. Yeah, and yeah. then like uh, they have Orthodox Christmas, which is um, like uh, any kind of Orthodox religion, so Russian Orthodox, uh, Serbian Orthodox, all that kind of stuff, Greek Orthodox, where uh, Christmas is. Uh, their Christmas is or Ukrainian Christmas right where it's yeah. later on in December okay and you'll have pierogies you'll have metwurst you'll have all that kind of stuff you haven't lived until you've had Mennonite pierogies yeah we, we had a we had a teacher our gym teacher in uh, Grimshaw uh, he was he was Ukrainian background Connell Wallach no I'm talking Mennonite pierogies not Ukrainian oh no no no, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you haven't had pierogies until you had Czech pierogies whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> them, that, them's fighting words <laughs> And I haven't had that pierogies before. They're pretty or, good. Or uh, Rolkuken. Oh, yes. Rolkuken. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. The fruit pierogi. Uh-huh. Very delicious. No, I, I know I know my Mennonite culture. No, I, I, work, I work sure. with a few guys that are, are Mennonite background. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very good guys. Very good guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of them was uh, one of my leaders. And I, I <laughs> we, we had uh, two Mennonites, actually, uh, background. Um, so, okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Kevin Martins with an E. And then Rowan Dick. Dick, Dick for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there were any. We have a lot of Martins. There up might have been right one or two uh, Martins families in my hometown, mm-hmm. but it was like fifty percent Dicks. Just big old sausage party. <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Uh, yeah. Like. Um, <clears throat> So that's, I guess that's our stance on, uh, you know, talking about religion and everything. I think I, I have something else I'm going to throw in there, too, but honestly, like, that's that's pretty well uh, yeah, what that's... my stance is. But, um, yeah, like, I, you know what? The, the, the interesting thing is I don't really have an outline of what I really want to talk to. Uh, we'll talk about tomorrow with you and Lane. I, 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 think, I think what's going to happen is, like, I'll just introduce you guys and we'll just talk about certain things. And then once we kind of get fired up about whatever and like we want to have some topics I'm like alright time out we're going to hit record on this and we're going to go again can I bring whiskey oh, that, that gets me right riled up <laughs> <laughs> we'll take we'll take it before and after picture <laughs> clean us up the nose you guys are holding each other it's like yeah he's alright <laughs> yeah oh yeah no, no no hate on whiskey but I mm-hmm. I, I, get, I get mouthy a little bit oh but you can bring whatever oh, yeah. you want man okay it's a party eh <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You're, you do know the show. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Should we uh, call it here? We can wrap it up here. Yeah, yeah let's, let's wrap it. it up. All right, man. Well, uh, uh, thank you, listeners, for uh, listening to all this uh, kombucha talk. And this is another fun one where we kind of went from uh, uh, one end to the other end of complete, like, no, no, no relation between kombucha and religion as far as I know. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. This is Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra, with my good friend Brendan Fair. Hey, hope you're having a good night. Or day. Or day. Or bus ride. Or, or internet. Ride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, this is us at uh, Cultured Kombucha. Uh, signing off. Have a good one there, guys. Happy 2019. And this is probably six months in. So, hope you're having a good 2019. <laughs> No, multiple dozens of people are going to subscribe for this episode. <laughs> Later on. <laughs> Later on. <laughs>